1: Glad to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show continues on, talking about uh, the weekend that was, the Green Bay Packers' place in the NFC. Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And I guess, Eric, uh, you see Tampa Bay fall. You see Seattle fall. You you know that uh, New Orleans was good. We didn't think they were great. Uh, But uh, I guess what we witnessed this weekend was now the leveling of the playing field when it comes to the NFC, right?
2: Well, it also goes to show a couple of things is that, you know, when the Packers lost to Tampa Bay and um, um, their other loss to the Vikings, that anything can happen. You know, it's a 16-game season and you got things are going to happen. You're going to catch one on the, on the cheek once in a while, and every once in a while you're going to get put down. Um, I still think the Packers are <clears throat> a pretty good football team. Uh, but it's certainly, you're right, it certainly makes the NFC very interesting when it comes down to playoff time.
1: The, um, the, the Packers getting the win against San Francisco checked a number of boxes. Um, now, I don't know if it makes them that much better or just the same or what have you, but the fact that they won on a Thursday night after a Sunday game, the fact that they won, you know, in spite of some of their injuries and their COVID cases, uh, the fact that they go to the West Coast and get a win. I mean, a lot of the things that you've been wanting them to do and beat a Shanahan team, they did. And you don't apologize for it. And then when you watch Tampa Bay get drilled the way they they did to see the the Seattle defense give up the, the, the points they did to Josh Allen and get to Russell Wilson and turning the ball over, uh, I, I go back to, like I said, you know, any given Sunday, you're absolutely right, but the the power rankings, they put the Green Bay Packers at fourth in the NFC right now. I was watching the NFL Network just a few moments ago. So are they still behind the likes of New New Orleans obviously moves up because they've now beat Tampa Bay twice, and Seattle's still good because uh, Russell Wilson having an MVP type of season, and Tampa Bay beat the Packers. So uh, do you still look at the Packers of being a team that's still on the same level playing field, or are they just a step behind some of the teams above them?
2: Well, I mean, it's hard to say right now. Uh, give me four more weeks, and I can probably give you a better answer on that. I think there's going to be games coming up here that are going to be decided on based on what personnel you have available to you. Um, and not just with regular injuries, but this COVID thing is is starting to heat up, and I don't like talking about it, trust me. Um, but the reality is, is we have to. When we're looking at the se- at the 2020 football season – is, I mean, how, how, what, one of these times, you know, you had Cam Newton go down, but pretty soon you would think there's a really high li- likelihood that some other, you know, what if, what if Wilson gets it? What if Rodgers? What, what if Brady? You know, you can just throw some of those teams that are really, really um, uh, reliant on their quarterback. How is that going to affect them long term? I mean, if they got to skip a game or two games, how is? I mean, that those are those are numbers that are going to hurt for that particular football team. So I, I don't know. Um, you know, I get asked all the time, where do I put them on that list of the top in the NFC? And you know, I, I would say they're definitely top four or five. Um, I don't think they're one or two. I, I think they got some holes on defense. They got some players that aren't playing up to their potential right now, and they need to to you know figure out the defense a little bit they're able to get through it now with one another week after having uh, the new kid on the block so to speak out there at, at linebacker so hopefully um hopefully they can they can make some strides i mean because right now it has to be internally it cannot be from outside the organization you're not going to just pick up a guy out uh, so it's working at walmart and put him in the starting lineup right so um, it's going to be a coaching job uh that's my my
1: opinion on the whole matter you hear about the the Packers trying to get the the Giants' defensive lineman Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, and apparently they were hit in on him as well, and and you know the Giants didn't jump. Now it does take two to tango. I understand that, but uh, a lot of people today saying, look, the Packers are never going to open the wallet. They keep driving past the uh, drive-through to try to get food, but nobody's throwing food at them for free because they won't spend enough money to actually buy it. Should the fans feel frustrated? Do you think? I don't know. I you know I. I don't think so. I
2: I think, you know, they they, every team makes a calculated gamble at the beginning of the season when you're looking at your roster. And all the signs were pointing up in a couple of areas. The signs were pointing up at the receiver room. You know, you had MBS who kind of came off of a rocky second year. And when you look at the trajectory of, let's just say, Adams, Okay so Adams his second year nobody wants to remember it but the reality is the second year is he had hands made of stone um and now he's developed into obviously probably the top one or two receivers in the whole league and yet a guy that was they really liked with his rookie season and EQ and you know last year he got he got again and this year he has not lived up to what they thought they had in game time performance so you know, you look at that and say, "Well, we're also going to run the ball. Do we need that? Where do we need to spend our capital? You know, we need more running backs that are that are capable. We need more tight ends. Um, you know, so all those things kind of come into the flow and come into the work. And you know what? They miscalculated a little bit. Maybe MVS has a breakout performance last week, where all of a sudden." you know what, the lights go on and he's able to do it. Maybe when Alan Lazar gets back, they're going to make that receiving core a little bit more than just Adams and then everybody else. Maybe on defense, they are going to get things put together at the linebacking spot, and Preston Smith is going to play the way they expected him to play, and Zadarius Smith is going to start doing things against the run that he hasn't done, and that goes for Preston Smith as well. And you know, a couple of these young linebackers are going to step up you know, I, I, I there's a lot of maybes there. I don't think right. you have to get frustrated. I mean, because the reality is, you're working it. I mean, we all know that the salary cap is going to go down next year, so they really have to be very conscious of what they do. And they got some big name guys that are going to demand a lot of money, and they're not going to be able to keep them all. So they have to right now do some serious evaluation as to who they're going so to keep. What did you see out of present
1: What did you see out of Preston? Spe- spe- speaking of him in Thursday night's contest.
2: You saw him a little better against the pass. That much is for sure. Um, he was able to, you know, he had a couple of hit hits, swim move work, and, again, he was going against probably a third or second team for sure, tackle most of the night. Um, uh, still a little bit suspect in the run game. Um, that's kind of, those are, you know, the, 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 the run game can be fixed by just – under, by, by simple technique and by following the rules of football basically um the pass rush thing you know I'd, that's an internal thing that you got to put the time in and, and, and work on it and, and this can you do it in the season absolutely um like whether it's going to happen or not that's it's hard to tell i don't know it sounds but, like he's got an injury that he's working on too so
1: you yeah. knows? talking with Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press because I want to go back to something you said you said the run defense can be fixed that's an internal thing so is it just as simple as listening to the coaches saying it's gap discipline is it just that easy or is there something else there that because what I see is guys not closing the gap guys that are arm tackling over pursuing I see a lot of different things that can cause you to have a bad run defense, but to me the biggest thing is that guys are three yards downfield with a head of steam before the Packers even get a glove on them. Well, yes,
2: yes, and yes. to Basically, everything you said there is it is it uh, a scheme? I don't know if it's scheme. I think it's just fundamentals. Um, you know, if they if you're lined up on the outside shoulder of a tackle and he down blocks, and you don't feel any pressure, every level of football is taught you need to close the gap and be hip to hip with that tackle that's down blocking because they're coming at you one way or the other they're either not going to block you and throw a running back at you or they're going to pull somebody and or they're gonna, or you're going to get loaded by a fullback so if you're in tight to that tackle and you make a big pile there now that running back's got to bounce outside and guess who's going to be standing there number 23 or number 20 or 37 all three of those guys are some very good tacklers and they can get the job done. So, yes, do they need to close down? The other thing that happens is you see 10 guys doing the right thing and one guy doing a bad thing. So, give you an example, against the 49ers, there was a play where at the point of attack it was plugged up. It was Darius Smith was the outside backer. It was plugged up. If the, if the running back bounced outside, you would have been tackled for a loss. But instead, on the opposite side of the ball, away from the, the point of attack, you had uh, um, Adams getting, Montrevious Adams getting driven four yards downfield. Well, now the running back can stick his foot in the ground and cut back in that spot. And it's a it's a game that should have been a loss. So it's getting all the pieces together to fit in the right scheme because they, they call it run fits for a reason because everybody on all 11 players have a gap or at least nine players have a gap with a safety that's going to be sitting deep, et cetera, et cetera. But you're going to, if they do it right, all of them up front, it's pretty good. When it's bad, it's really bad. So, you know, and I think, I think some of it is, is just that. It's getting one guy makes a mistake, and then this looks really bad. And it's, it's not the whole defense. It's just one guy.
1: Good stuff as always, and we'll check back in later in the week, okay? Yeah, you got it. I hope you guys have a good week. Uh, hopefully we do. I'd like the weather to stay this way, but if we don't, we're still going to have a good week getting ready for football. Eric, always yeah, a pleasure, we can pal. can dream,
2: can't we? Totally. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah, no <laughs> All doubt. Right.
2: Good
1: Enjoy. to talk to you. There you go. There you go. That is uh, our buddy Eric Branch at the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.